This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Oh, 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 oh. What do you think this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a About eight minutes after, I think, the old clock on the wall. How come there's no clocks on the wall? Uh, here on a uh, Tuesday version of the Live at Five show here on AM 12 Forte, the News and Talk Authority. I know you, many of you heard the hotline show today. Most of you, if not all of you, have already been sworn in, read your testimony. So we'll get started here for a Live at Five version. Uh, you know how we do this. Uh, whatever happens, happens. And whatever stays here, stays here. Whatever we say is here, stays here. You see? Uh, all right, so uh, you've been listening to Republican Radio now or on and off forever. Uh, and if you've been listening to Sean Hannity and other shows like Brian Kilmeade and others... Uh, you have been, uh, you know, really uh, worried about the, you know, the the state of affairs going on uh, over there in Taiwan with the arrival of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and uh, regardless of where we are on the political coin, uh, left or right or middle for that matter, uh, all of us, including myself, very concerned about this. Um, and she's there now. She's been there at least five hours, I guess. And, uh, and again, some of the rhetoric that we hear, you know, from the I was listening earlier to the Brian Kilmeade show. There was talk, there was a either a congressman on there, some politician, very worried about this. And then Kilmeade said something to the effect like, <clears throat> "Well, if they don't shoot down her plane, they'll take out a little town." You know, kind of like something like uh, from the you know, from Star Wars. They'll just blow up a, a planet just to demonstrate their might <clears throat> against the rebellion. Apparently, we're the rebellion. Uh, so, but that didn't happen. So, just like the Russians bluffing this and bluffing that, it's it's a very volatile time, though. So that's going on. So you know, we'll keep an eye on that during today's show. I doubt anything will happen, and that's good. But the real tragic thing, and it didn't happen here, uh, but not. I guess what? How far is Kentucky? Eastern Kentucky is what? About eight hundred miles from here, thereabouts. That just I I heard the staggering numbers that the governor of of uh, of Kentucky was projecting from the, from the loss of lives. Up until now, I've heard nothing more than, say, 30 to maybe 40 lives. But now they're claiming there's hundreds missing. And that's really, that's awful. I mean, my goodness. Uh, not a hurricane. This wasn't a hurricane, was it? It's really not hurricane season, although, you know, you can get a hurricane apparently this early on. But that's just terrible. 
And when it happened the other day, oh, I guess it started last Thursday, Friday, they got like eight inches of rain over the course of like eight, ten out, whatever it was, it was just biblical. And in the beginning, it was like, well, we lost at least 30, and you would hope that it would keep stay that way. But once you get into the hundreds, uh, that's a nat- national catastrophe right there. So, and, and, and having said that, it's amazing. Kentucky, again, not that far away. We, we just don't, we can't get any rain here. I was talking to someone who uh, lives in Long Island. And Long Island, uh, I just want to see if the phone is working. Yeah, here we go. Uh, duh. You know, Long Island is just a stretch of land right off the Atlantic Ocean, as we all know. And he, he says, you know, it's, it's not uncommon to, you know, to, to, for one township get like a ton of rain and you don't get anything. So it's been dry down there. I also heard recently, just from someone living in Lewis County, they've been getting a lot more rain than us. So that type of stuff is happening. It's, it's nothing new. But, you know, you're so, you're so close and yet so far away. So far away. Sorry. <clears throat> little Car- Was that Carol King? I don't remember. Anywho, uh, we could use the rain. And it wouldn't have been bad if God just kind of shifted some of that rain from eastern Kentucky and kind of spread the wealth. But you know how Mother Nature works. And regrettably, it took its toll in uh, Kentucky and apparently in other parts of, uh, of uh, West Virginia. So that's just awful. We've had our fair share of bad weather over the years. We had, but it's been a while since we've really had some bad weather. I mean, our, our winters have been somewhat mild. We haven't had a microburst since 1995. A couple of storms here and there, but nothing at the magnitude which they've been suffering uh, recent days down in Kentucky. And this is not the first time because there's this one gentleman uh, they got a soundbite from. He says, yeah, I just got wiped. You know, they got the southern accent. I got wiped out. This is for the second time. I was like, oh, you feel just awful for them. Now, there's a guy doing commercials for uh, one of the, com- uh, one of the uh, uh, big groups up here. I believe it's FX Caprera. And uh, it's, he's got a southern accent. He says, yeah, we put those big old truck down south. We call them uh, truck lugs or something. And every, it, he's, he uses the word vacation. And, and I swear I'm, I'm hearing, you know, like when Forrest Gump said vacation, it's, it's, not, it's got that southern drawl. Not making any relation here, by the way, but none of one of the greatest movies and characters of all time. So please don't take it the wrong way. But every time he says, "I just man, that guy's from the South," that's for sure. There's clearly a difference in dialect, and you know right away when, of course, yours truly opens up his mouth. People know I'm not from that, the South and/or Mid-Atlantic like Kentucky. But when you're from Kentucky, born and raised, or Alabama, or Georgia, people know it. Especially when you do a commercial for the for the FX Caprera family. Uh, a profound uh, family group and great commercials. How are on the air? Hey, Glenn. How's it going today? Trying to keep things lighthearted for you, Lefty. Hey, keep it lighthearted. Yeah. Right. So, I just, Southern Chuck. Right. Guy, Southern right? Chuck. That, what's he called? Yeah, when, when we lift up trucks, we call that truck lugging or something or other. I can't. Yeah, yeah. And when, when Big Charlie wants to do something, yeah, I yeah, <laughs> right, does all that. It's kind of. Fun. And when he says vacation, it's mom. What's vacation? Uh, it means when someone goes away and they never come back. <clears throat> you know, from that scene. Anyway, go ahead. Hey, just to, to bring things up, kind of on the, the world scale, this is ideally where anyone can look and see what crying wolf does. Yeah. So what we've done is, well, here we go. as a society, we've allowed the liberal agenda to yeah. cry wolf over climate change for so many years that when we have a catastrophe, we cannot handle it. We can't do anything because we are just numb to it. These poor people in Kentucky, and it's only going to get worse, we should have all the power in the world going in there and fixing this and helping people immediately 
with the amount of money we put into global warming, True. the amount of money we put into climate change, the amount of money we put into the deep freeze, whatever the narrative. What about the Ukraine? Is. What about yeah, well, all the money we just gave to Ukraine? On top of that, yeah, this should this should be when we have a, a catastrophe like that, it should be handled immediately. But we cry wolf so much on this global warming when we have some type of a weather-oriented catastrophe. We can't handle it. Where's all this money? Where, where's, like you were saying the other day, where's the emergency broadcasting? Oh, my I'm God. I don't have any of this going on. There should be Red Cross set up there. We should have mass units. We should have everything. We should have the National Guard. We should have everything taking care of these problems immediately. And we should be chastising anyone who is saying that, oh, if you're, you know, six years old right now, you're never going to drive because within 10 years, the earth's going to be open. You know, all this. Yeah, it's going to be water world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bad we Kevin Costner movie. we got to get away from that and stop crying wolf. We just can't do it anymore. We've cried wolf over this whole climate change thing for too many years. When we have some type of catastrophe now, we don't handle it properly. We don't handle it at well, all. It's like there's budget constraints. There's red tape. It's because we are just horrible at hitting a situation where someone isn't getting their palms graced with money. Yeah. And that's what the problem is. And this whole global warming green deal is doing nothing but padding pockets. Right. What say you? Uh, and I'm going to get off the air and let you go because I'm eating a, a beautiful dinner right now. Oh, bye there bye you go. Now, We don't want to interrupt us. Yeah. Uh, well, I listened to the hotline show today. It's somewhat similar. You know, you got the Republicans and Democrats fighting over whether or not we should take care of the soldiers that were affected by, uh, and excuse me, the mountains. I, I, I should know this. Uh, but they've inhaled, uh, and I, again, I'm just my mind's not there. But you know, one is accusing the others. John Stewart's heavily involved in this. There's video of him arguing with a Republican representative on the Hill. Then they reconciled, and you know, they shook hands. And uh, it's just, it, 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 it's, it, and then of course they they deem you know, the Republicans as evil. Uh, they don't want ve- they don't want us to take care of veterans. So the same thing is is applicable towards uh, global warming. So, like Lefty just said, the argument ensues; it continues, and yet nothing is done other than the fact that, oh, you see, you screwed up. The American Industrial Revolution started after the Civil War, went right through the Gilded Age, right through the beginning of the you know the tr- the antitrust movement, all the industries that were cranking out all that all that fossil fuel and the coal mines, and gold mines, and this and that, and all all that adverse effects from you know white industrial power. Otherwise known as in the United States, Anglo-Saxon, you know, all that stuff, C- colonialists, imperialists, super- supremacists, whatever you want to say, all that culminates to where we are today, and now we have to shift things back. So when Kentucky falls under eight inches of snow, of snow, of rain, in less than 24 hours, it comes right back to the United States gr- level of greed, and nothing in the process is done. And yet here it is, what, how far is Kentucky away from, the, uh, from, the, uh, from Lake Mead, uh, where the uh, Hoover Dam is, uh, that separates Nevada and, and uh, actually three states down there in, in Arizona? Uh, awful. I, and I, I don't get it. I mean, again, that's what happened. You know, it's funny. Everyone says, oh, look what's happening down there in, uh, in Nevada. I said, well, what's happening there? It's, it's been a desert for thousands and thousands of years and uh, Mo Green went down there one day, otherwise known as Bugsy Siegel, uh, opened up a place for returning soldiers coming back from World War II, a rest stop. And today there's not even a placard or a signpost. Uh, and then millions of people migrated there after the Hoover Dam was created. It harvested all the water from, yes, you guessed it, uh, the main water supply, which was the Colorado River. 
They created Lake Mead, one of the largest man-made lakes in the planet. Uh, An incredible accomplishment. They named it after a president. It was uh, a creation of, of a great industrial power during the Great Depression. Many people died. Uh, but it, look what it created. Southern California, that's Los Angeles, Orange County, Anaheim, San Diego, Phoenix. Millions and millions of people are now living as a result of that. And then what? 80 years later, they said, oh, wait a minute. There's no water left. It's like, well, why, why do you think that is? Well, uh, we must, oh, geez, look, there's no plants, there's no vegetation, there's no water. It says, yes, you just, it, you just put over 20, maybe 30 million people within 600 miles of each other, maybe 800 miles of each other down here, and you didn't expect that to dry up like it has? That's just, that's just bad planning, real bad planning. Uh, and our, you know, when they built that, they had no clue what they were creating. And we've been, we've been, we've been taking advantage of the little old Colorado River, one of the mightiest rivers out in the West, and it's drying up. And people are scratching their heads, saying, "Oh, this is this is all blame. Oh, geez, we started this a long time ago." Get AOC over here. Look, get visuals of this stuff. We're finding dead bodies all over the place. Boats, you know, uh, dead bodies from the mob back in the '50s and '60s. This is awful. Again, it is really awful. When you see pictures of what was Lake Mead and now it's grass and they're finding old townships that, that, that were covered there back, back in the day when they were abandoned back in the 30s and then we wonder why that happened and then, and then, uh, then they have mudslides and landslides in California. They, then they build sprawling communities and golf courses and malls and developments and, they, and then they wonder, oh, geez, what, what happened here? Oh, we got to blame it on those guys again. Those Republicans did all this. Last I checked, they're all blue states, and they're, they just, they're, they, it's all part of the blame game. So back to what Lefty was saying, nothing's going to be done with this. It's the blame game, finger pointing, it's your fault, it's not our fault. Is anyone going to take care of Eastern Kentucky? Hey, listen, here's the question. Can anything be done in, in, a, in a low-lying area that gets flooded all the time, other than, hey, you may not be able to live here anymore? This is susceptible to, 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 you know, to the worst-case scenario. If they come up, you know, if, the, if the body count comes up to over 1,000 people, they're going to have to do something about this. But is, is anything going to get done, accomplished, Lefty? I doubt it. I really do. It's, just, it's sad. Nothing's getting done these days. And, uh, it's, it's, but you know what? Let's sh- shift gears. I was watching. I, I, I had lunch today, a late lunch with my family who was up here this past weekend. Uh, the boys were up, Trevor and Grant, along with Marlise. That's uh, Sharon's daughter and her husband, Andy. They're up from Long Island. They're going to Cooperstown right now. I said, say hi to Bob Fella while you're there. He's long gone, but anyway. And uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, oh and then I was looked. <laughs> we we had uh, late lunch at uh, Texas Longhorns, and I looked over, and uh, this is completely different than the one I was just talking about. But I just want to throw it out there. El- I know Ellen DeGeneres was going to retire. <laughs> Here it is, of going from Lake Mead to Ellen DeGeneres. And I looked up there, and I was curious. I was like, wait a minute, did she? Re- is she over? Is she done? Is she finished? Does anyone know? I know these are repeats from the previous season, and they're repeating them through the summer, just like Jeopardy and all the other shows. Is Ellen, did, did she have her final show? Because I'd, I, you know, you, I would have figured I'd see that on Facebook and a sad farewell or in tears. And she didn't mean to be mean to her staff. And she hopes she doesn't carry that legacy forever. And she loves everybody. She's worth over $250 million, last I checked, according to Wikipedia. 
So yes, I know I'm changing gears, and I'm just a, I'm, I'm a tangent man. I'm all over the place. I get it. But the question is, is the De- Ellen DeGeneres show over, and who in who in who's going to take her place? I'm just curious. Seven five five twelve forty. Don't get the don't forget the three one five. Seven five five twelve forty. And then uh, someone said uh, the guy that was uh, the maniac that was driving the uh, the the sheriff's patrol car from Public Square to Adams and back, which, by the way, is ingenious. I said this yesterday, and Sheriff O'Neill mentioned that they did not pursue uh, the vehicle because it was unsafe to do so. Uh, and I'm thinking, well, that's, that's great. And I mentioned this yesterday. It makes sense. You know, when your five-year-old child, someone told me when their brother was, was acting up in, in, this, in the grocery store and he was a little kid, the mom would leave him there. It's okay, you don't want to be part of the family, just leave him there. You know, obviously she would wait for him to come out. Or the kid that wants to run away. You know, it's okay, you can run away, but ultimately they're going to come back. So it's, it's really smart that they let him go, this maniac, on, on one of the most crazy, insane tirades ever. Thank God no one got hurt. Thank goodness no one got killed. He actually went down to Adams, turned around and realized no one was following him, and he came right back up to Watertown where, where they could track him in the GPS anyway, and that's where they captured him within their own jurisdiction right here in Jefferson County. And the question is, did the guy have his lights on throughout the whole time? And while he was doing 100 miles an hour, I'm assuming people just got off the mean. Imagine that. You have a, you have a police car with, with, with the amber light up on top, and, uh, and, you're, and you're riding 100 miles an hour with handcuffs on. It's, it's, I mean, again, I don't know where this guy's world is, is going to end up, probably in a ditch somewhere or in a prison cell. I don't know. But uh, it just amazes me that happened right here in our community. And just a couple of blocks away from my house where it all ended. <clears throat> but I, I just, oh, my goodness gracious. Just just horrific. Uh, what that, rather, that could have been really, really bad. The, the interesting thing was, uh, and, and, and I, you read between the lines these days because you, you want to make sure, like someone like this, just like the guy that attacked Lee Zeldin a couple weeks back, uh, he was released almost immediately. Then there was federal charges against them. But this whole revolving door penal system that we have, we often forget. Like you know, we all, we, we anticipate the same thing to happen to someone like this, who created, who caused havoc in the county a couple of days ago by stealing that. But but in the article that uh, or the press release or whatever I read about it yesterday, it made it very clear that this guy was not repeat was not going to get out of jail that they were throwing this, that, and the other thing at him, that there was no chance a bum like this was going to get a you know, $100,000 bail or bond, uh, bondsman uh, uh, bail him out. And it's funny that, you know, in the old days, not too long ago, by the way, uh, you would just expect, like, anyone that would attack someone like a, a, uh, like a congressman or anyone running for governor uh, or, or, for that matter, you know, someone, uh, you know, driving a patrol car like this guy did, you would say, well, they're going to throw the book at him. We won't see him for a while. But that we question that now. Because of all the craziness with the with cashless bail and the reform we've seen. But the good news is that this guy is sitting in a jail cell right now. And uh, he is and could have been a menace to society. Uh, speaking of police, on News Junkie, there's an interesting article here. Troopers issue more than 11,800 tickets during the 4th of July traffic enforcement period. I'll say that again. 11,800. Now, that's got to be all of New York State, right? I Hopefully that's not Jefferson County because that would be essentially uh, one and a half out of ten people. <laughs> uh, this is Albany. The New York State Police announced today that it issued a total of nearly 12,000 tickets statewide 
during the 4th of July. Stop DWI uh, enforcement campaign. It began Friday, July 1st, ended uh, th- uh, Tuesday, July 5th. So they get you coming and going and in between. And I know this is all good. We have to be safe. During the campaign, which was funded by the governor's uh, traffic safety committee, state police utilized sobriety checkpoints, additional DWI patrols. Troopers arrested 187 people for DWI and investigated 775 crashes during that period, including 131 personal injury crashes and, unfortunately, two fatalities. As part of the enforcement, troopers also targeted speeding and aggressive drivers across the state. So here's, here's the breakdown. I like, the, I like breakdowns. Uh, speeding, 4,600. Distracted driving, I never do that. 277. Seatbelt violations, I am guilty as charged. 909. Uh, move over law, 169. One, one person they did not get, or actually he wasn't up here on the 4th of July weekend, but uh, my stepson Paul came up with a jet ski without a plate on it. Yes, he did. He came up from uh, from North Carolina uh, with the jet ski without, literally, without a plate. I mean, it's not like he could have placed someone else's plate or an outdated plate. He literally drove from North Carolina up here to Point Peninsula with the jet ski without a plate on it. And if I if I remember correctly, I don't think the lights worked on it either. And he got away with it. Uh, during last year's Fourth of July enforcement campaign, which ran from the same period, blah, 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 uh, they issued 10,000. So they broke their own record. They're doing it for public safety, folks. They really are. Now, if you're listening to Sean Hannity's show, that's what I wanted to say earlier, compelling uh, uh, discussion with Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, again from the great state of Kentucky. And I did not know this, but Rand Paul was talking about two crazy attorneys in New York City that created uh, some type of bombs. What do they call that? uh, Cocktail Molotovs? Uh, And and they did it as part of a protest during during the 2020 uh, summer. Uh, two attorneys. These aren't just two skinny, you know, Antifa wannabes living in their ba- uh, mother's basement. These are two attorneys. I didn't know about this, uh, but uh, the then governor Cuomo uh, kind of reduced their their uh, you know the the, the the charges against them so that they would be reduced to misdemeanors, no better than a speeding ticket, essentially. And yet he made the comparison between uh, between them and a resident from Kentucky that yes, did take part in the the uh, January sixth insurrection and was uh, in the Capitol building for about about a minute and a half. Now, there were a lot of people in the Capitol building that day, but some were made examples of, including uh, Chewbacca Man, the guy with the horns on his head, and apparently this guy from Kentucky. Now, he used this example of where we are in, the wor- in, our, in our state of mind right now, and it's crazy because while two guys literally tried to create havoc with explosions in New York City in the, year two, in the summer of 2020, uh, the examples they made of those that went into the Capitol building, the rotunda there uh, in, in, uh, in January 6th, is just off the charts. There lies the difference between us and them and who's in power and who's not in power. So whoever in power is obviously going to have the upper hand. And it is my, it's my thought that this will continue, uh, this, uh, uh, this midterm, in that the Republicans, yes, will take over the, uh, the House, but there's no way in the world they'll take over the Senate. So it's just it's sad, but it leads me to one thing, and I and I bring up General Milley a lot, uh, not a lot, but often here. A guy, you know, I don't know, I don't know, he's four star general, five star. He's a, a highly accomplished, uh, just a brave man, strong dude, a better man than Glenn Curry. But I hate, repeat, I hate his ideology and his whole image of America. But I use him as an example, and I'll tell you why. He was the guy, obviously, that one time when they were trying to burn down the little church there in Washington D.C. when Donald Trump was president. 
Uh, he was a guy that stood right next to the president and the very next day betrayed him, just like Judas. And I said, oh, no, I wasn't going to do that. And then, of course, once Joe Biden became president and he starts looking at his own army as, like, well, maybe we have the enemy within here. Starts talking about how he read Mein Kampf and all this other stuff and that, yes, white supremacy is a problem in the military. And it's, it, it comes back to the, McQua- the McCabe's from the FBI and the, the, those two people that were, ha- that were having an affair in the FBI that were texting back with each other. It all comes back to the deep state in the beltway of Washington, D.C., is truly dictating America right now. It's the deep state. You know, if you live down there, you could, you know, it's just like, you know, I pick on Dave Mance. He's a good guy and all, but you know, somehow or other Dave Mance was converted from a devout Republican, conservative. One of the biggest conservatives I met. I actually learned a lot from Dave because he was so proud to be a conservative. He loved the fact that Rush Limbaugh was the spokesperson, was the guy on his station until he started charging $500 a month and then he ran for the hills. But he was a devout Republican. And yet a guy like Dave Mance, if he moved to like Fairfax, Virginia or somewhere within the Beltway, within the Washington, D.C. Uh, uh, you know, a region and whatnot, I think that that's what's happening, folks. The epicenter of our country lies within the beltway of Washington, D.C. And in the last 40 years, we didn't see it, but boy, it's been changing. Right down to the point where Fairfax County, a place, by the way, I've never been before, was at the center of attention because of their school board and all the things that they were allowing and just basically condoning in the school system. That was the epicenter right there of this whole argument, which led to how Governor, what's his name, Yonkin, Yonkin, some unknown businessman, ultimately becomes uh, a governor in what essentially still remains to be a blue state, although people would argue that. And again, I just I, 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 talk, I think about this a lot because when I watch Fox News and people say you shouldn't do that, it spoils your mind. That's what Jim Levin says. It's all wrong. SG says Tucker Carlson is a, is a maniac. He's a liar, this, that, and the other thing. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness gracious, the deep state, that's what it's all about. And it all starts from kindergarten right on up. And everyone and their brothers seems like that. Not everybody. Rand Paul lives down there, too. A lot of other conservatives live there. Tucker Carlson lives down there. That's where he broadcasts from each and every night. And yet that deep state is completely changing our country right now, changing the military, our academia, and certainly the way that we look at things and the way we operate. So when you get a guy that walks into the Capitol building for less than a minute and a half, according to what Senator Rand Paul was, was talking about today, and comparing it to two, two lawyers in New York City probably making a half a million dollars each just for processing one bad dude after another and getting him out of trouble, they evade justice. That's the deep state, folks. It's everywhere, especially in the, in the Northeast, especially in Washington, D.C. So I wanted to share those thoughts with you because, you know, I'm concerned as you are. But at the same time, and this is how this all began, believe it or not, when, it, when Nancy Pelosi said that she was going to go to Taiwan and there was threats on her life that, from the nationalists there the, from China claiming that they would, blow, they would shoot her plane out of the sky, them are fighting words right there. Uh, I, right then and there, I stood steadfastly behind uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi for the first time in a long time because at the end of the day, she's one of us. And my goodness gracious, if somehow or other that would be the catalyst to World War III, that would be our Sarajevo, that would be the the sinking of the Lusitania, that would be the Pearl Harbor, that would be the 9-11. It would be catastrophic, and it would be the beginning of bad things. So uh, just, again, China's crazy, but they ain't that crazy. Let's hope they remain that way. I got to do a break. I've been talking too much. Let's do a break, and we'll be back with more of the Live at Five show after this. It's looking like the forecast. Eight five eight five eight zero seven.
Oh, God. How long are we going to hear that commercial? It's going to be no. Oh, jeez. As if I'm not bad enough. You got to hear ads like that. Oh, the world's coming to an end. Do yourself a favor. If you don't want to be depressed, don't listen to Glenn Beck. He'll, 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 he'll say to convert everything to gold. Convert your dog to gold. You're going to need it. <clears throat> uh, okay, so some of the comments I made earlier on, I wasn't looking at my phone. Uh, someone called Amy Horton says, get the mint out of my mouth. I don't have a mint in my mouth today. <laughs> no mint. So I must sound like I'm uh, uh, whatever. Uh, and then someone else said something here, and I'll share it. Actually, a couple people chimed in. Uh, Kelly Clarkson taking over for Ellen's show. Ellen's last show was May 21st with Jennifer Aniston. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, then someone said, how about Obama's $40, $40 billion to Iran in cash? Was it that much? They did it through the nether $40 billion? Just so they wouldn't bomb Israel? Wow. Can't Israel come up with that? Crazy stuff. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, okay. It's uh, Danny Francis. Yeah, I heard you at the beginning of your show. You were you were leaving off where I talked to Jeff at noon. Yeah. Uh, about the uh, the burn pit uh, bill. The burn pit. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- there's there's a lot of, and, and this is this for uh, uh, Gate, uh, S.G. Gates. I don't know if he's listening or not, but he called in later after after I called right. and said I had quote I had fallen to into the trap of disinformation. No, I did not. Yeah. I did not. Even one of so, your own say well, it. Let me clarify what he said, yeah. because, you know, Senator Toomey from uh, Pennsylvania, who's not running for re-election, by the way, uh-huh. he said on the floor speech when he, he wanted this bill to be sent back because of, quote, a technical error, he said that he wanted the spending to be approved every year rather than funded automatically. Well, that got my attention, too, as I went in and did some more research on it. But there's a direct correlation between this burn pit bill and Agent Orange. You've heard of Agent Orange? Yes, of course. That was during the Vietnam era? Yeah, Rambo. Yeah, uh, like First I'm Blood. Very familiar with. But yeah. here's the thing about it. Yeah. The VA right now has said uh, 70%, 70% of the veterans applying for this aid yeah. are being turned down because they said, well, you waited too long and you don't have any proof that it was caused by these burn pits. Right. That's exactly what happened in Vietnam after Agent Orange. Hmm. Nobody knew until like... I don't yeah. know, maybe five. Maybe yeah, a long time, years. yeah. Right, right. What yeah. the impact of our health was at that time, right. because they didn't know what the the ingredients in the Agent Orange, and the orange, by the way, was the, was not the color of the foiling. It was the color of the containers that carried it. Okay. And I was there. I, I, I got, we got sprayed in 1965 yeah. in December up in the Quezon Mountains. So but no, nobody knew what it was except it was clearing the foliage and it was going to help us. But we didn't know that 10 years later we'd be getting cancer, prostate cancer. You know, and you didn't cancer. have any ill effects on that, Danny? I, I don't know. I've got some health, health issues, but I don't know if it's direct, directly related to that or not. It's never been proven that it is. I'm right. pretty healthy, though, actually. Well, I mean, you're up, I mean you, you, you made it to the 70s, if you don't mind me asking. Well, I made it past that, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, can I just say one thing? First of all, my my good friend George, uh, not my brother George, sorry. My good no, friend George, right. uh, Yeah, uh, his father was uh, it was a Marine. Uh, he's older than you. He died in 1995 of cancer. 
his wife, uh, George, my friend George's mother, she had breast cancer. And the only reason why I bring this up, I'm seeing these commercials. If you stayed at such and such a military camp, for a Marine camp, somewhere in Oklahoma, Danny? No, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Oh, was it that? Okay, I'm sorry. All right, so whatever it was, uh, uh, Charles Fredericks, I don't know if you know him. He, he fought in World War II, uh, Korea, and Vietnam as a Marine. And uh, he died in 1995 of horrible cancer because he died in his 60s. Uh, and uh, I wonder, you know, it, 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 I wonder if that had ill effects on him, if that was the reason. And hopefully well, that, my friend George can get comp- that too, because that would be the third one I'd make the connection. Agent Orange, the Camp Lejeune thing, if you were stationed there between 1953 and 1987. Right. Family, and I was. Yeah, wow. And uh, there's been some... I don't want to get into personal things on the on radio here, so I'll just follow you. Well, I know, but that's serious but stuff. But I was stationed there at Camp Lejeune at that time. Nobody knew that that existed until just the last few years. Yeah, and that was from the water being cam- contaminated? Yes. yes, the water was contaminated from 1953 to 1987 when they finally said, oops. Yeah. You know, they pulled a Rick, Rick Perry and said, oops. Yeah. And uh, uh, then uh, they started tracing back to people if you've ever been stationed there, lived their own post, and what have you. And I, w- I was there for two years. That's the home of the uh, Second Marine Division, by the way. So if you, I mean, you know, this is a question obviously for Attorney Joe Stanley tomorrow. You know, how do you, how do you put two and two together with that? You know, say, oh, uh, my hair has been coming out in the last ten. Well, you're 80 years old. I don't think it has any. Well, that's that's the whole thing. Congress has been doing some things now to say if you were in that circumstance at that time at that location. Yeah. You, and something's happening to you now. You don't have to. You don't necessarily have to prove a direct correlation between the disease and the. Uh, so who pays who? I mean, the U.S. government has to pay everyone. Yeah, yes, the, the effect of the VA and, and uh, automatic no cost to you care. What about if if someone died already? How can they prove that? I mean, well, Charles, I, he, he's been I, dead I, for I over twenty five years. It'd be that. That'd be speculation. That'd, that'd be up to the attorneys, obviously. He was my baseball coach too. He was yeah, a good so, guy, real good but, guy. But this, I, I don't want. Pe- I want people to understand this and and not be. Uh, fall fall for the gimmick of what the Republicans did on this, and uh, and c- again, contrary to S. G. Gates, I love him like a brother. I really do. Oh like yeah, him. sure. Uh, he, he was wrong to say that I fall. I, I have not fallen for it. No. I've researched this out quite, uh, quite right. extensively because I'm very interested in it because of the Camp Lejeune thing where I was there right. and Agent Orange where I was in Vietnam. So I've, I've basically been involved in, in two out of the three of them. Right. And somehow you're still breathing. So that's good for you, Danny. Yeah, well, that's my. Not average. to mention you survived three tours in Vietnam. So. Uh, yeah. No. Two tours. Two tours, excuse me. Three wounds. Three wounds. Wow, unbelievable. Well, God bless you, Danny. God bless you. Well, thank you very much. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that. I I think this is very critical because of the politics. Now, the the big thing today... Mitch McConnell, well, I, I don't say much good thing about Mitch McConnell. But From the great he, state of Kentucky again. He said, uh, as written, the legislation would not help, and he, he changed his view. And now he says it's going to come back to the floor, and he thinks it will pass. Well, I think this bill will pass, despite the fact that uh, people like Danny Francis don't particularly like me. Well, the, the, old, the old crow. Didn't somebody call him the old crow? I don't know what they would call him, but that well, next has got to go. That's what Trump called him. Turkey man. Trump called him the old crow. Uh, he, um, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we have SG on the phone to clarify what he meant earlier because someone. Yeah, but me. I, I just I don't want to. You know, nah, don't I, worry I, about I, it. I know the difference between the, uh, misinformation and disinformation. Yeah, I got you. I, are, I guarantee you are, I will not fall for you that. You are the poster child for the definition. Of disinformation, Danny. Well, I've had a lot of interrelationships uh, with the Russians and North Koreans, so I kind of know how they handle things. There you I, go. I, I studied both Best of them. people I, in the world, outside uh, the nationalists. In when the I was in the Marine Corps, I was an interrogator for uh, 10 years, and both those languages, Russian and Korean, were my specialties. Well, there you go. Well, good, so Danny. anyway, I just wanted to mention that, Glenn. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Yeah. Hi, you're in the air. 
speak of the devil and he'll appear. I, kn- I knew it was you. I could <laughs> see the blinking. SG, SG, SG. <laughs> um, no, I mean, he sta- stated at lunchtime that uh, basically uh, the, the Democrats changed the financing. That's the way it didn't. Well, didn't go yeah, through. I know, but you know, they, they one's pointing the finger at the other. We should but, be but, spending money. We should rather be helping these no, veterans. No, no doubt. We're 100. Danny and I are 100 percent on the same page. Right. Just, he said that that you know, and he may have just misspoke that 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 was the excuse there was. But he, why he, are you he picking on Danny? You, you got enough people. You have enough people like me. No, I know. Like I just, Jeff. just wanted to clarify. Clarify. They're using the excuse that it was because of this finance change, and it, there was no finance change. It was a law or a, a, a line just. Eliminated because the the, the parliamentarian, parliamentarian, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I get you. you I understand. Parliamentarian, there you go. Yeah, and that word um, said that it wasn't cool, so they scratched it out. So that's why that had to go back. It was already voted on in the Senate and voted. You know, forty some people voted against it this time. That voted for it last time just because mm. they were mad about the whole mansion deal and whatever. Mm. So, and <laughs> dude, you say two lawyers got out of stuff that shows the beat state. Yeah. That shows America. Rich people get out of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. It does. No doubt. Oh, no, oh what you, what, what, wait a minute. No, 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 no. No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, when you get guys like Adam Schiff, you know, saying this and that about, uh, you know, a uh, 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 Russian collusion, and then... Uh, and well, then and, there and was then Russian they, collusion. No, there was none. I, mean, we just, pretty, I don't want to get into this point. argument. We need the Mueller report and then come not, back to me. Here's that debate that you always claim you're going to win. Everything was dropped. There was none. Absolutely, SG. Come on, wake up. It was dropped by Barr because he's in Trump's pocket. Oh, He wasn't even in charge when they came. This was when Biden was in office. Listen, you guys, you own... Listen, just congratulations. To press charges or not. You own the Beltway. You own academia. You own the media. You own all I branches mean, of geez, government other than SCOTUS, and you're going to get I that. You're going to get that, too. I don't know how, but once AOC becomes premier or prime minister, whatever they call her when China takes over here in the next couple of years, you'll get what you want. No more weekends. You, you, Kids you can't go on the Internet for more than two hours you, a week. You'll see how the, you, uh, how the listen, urban communities react to that. You you give AOC the power. I do. You, you well, I don't have to give her any power. She's got more power than I can ever hand her. Trust me. Your side, she would have very little power if you guys didn't always constantly. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? Do you realize? Do you realize the 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 number the number two uh, demographic other than five people out of four hundred? I mean, come on. You're the one that says Biden's doing a great job. More power than it. Now, hear me out. Ever would have that after the after the Latino community, particularly Latino women and black women. Other than that demographic, although it's not as strong as you think, because you know, let's face it, women hate each other, especially when they achieve greater things, regardless of color. That is the number one group that stands behind uh, AOC. Do you know what the next group of people that love AOC in America? Do, do you do you know? Educated I like AOC. I got no problem. With educated that. white women, suburban women, love AOC. They love her. I know a girl, beautiful woman. She's got her daughter, single mom. And she says she wants to raise her daughter, just like in, in, inspired by AOC and her teachings. Should be. She, she, she's done a lot for a young woman. I, 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 I got nothing bad to say about her. I don't there you know go. Why anybody else does? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, you're, I mean, not, you're not an educated female, but you're in that group too, I guess. With all her ideas, 
She right. may have some pie in the sky, but that's what young people have is they, they want to reach for the stars. What's wrong with that? It's, cra- it's, it's just fear mongering. That's it. all it is. It's fear mongering. It's a woman that's actually walking around with fake uh, uh, handcuffs uh, just so she can get a photo op. Say, Look at me. I'm the Jesus Christ of the 21st century. I'm Ava. What's her name? Uh, Evita. What was her last name? Uh, v. I uh, forget. Oh, for Ferron. Thank you. Ferron? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, not, not the Ferron that owns Mr. Sub, but the, yeah, yeah, that's the same one. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, thanks, SG. Yeah, yeah, cool. Talk. There's a debate for the day with SG that went absolutely nowhere. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? I know, I knew this. You know, I must have, I must be like radar from Mass. I said, you know, after that <laughs> call, I'm gonna get a call from Gunnut. Sure enough, Gunnut calls in, just like SG called in. I, I, when I hear Danny rolling, I, I gotta say something. And you know, SG, here's a guy. Here's a oh well, SG. I just hope SG's got a prescription for whatever <laughs> he's doing. I, you know what I mean? I, I just don't do it without a prescription. Guy. <laughs> and, and check back with the doc. You know. <laughs> I mean, oh, there was Russian collusion. Yeah, yeah, there were turtles in the road when I went home last night. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand it. But Danny, Danny's just an ego guy. Right. It's all about ego. And, yeah. you know, and he hates Trump and it's his ego. Right. You know, I'm a Medal of Honor winner times 15. Yeah. You know, he talks about saying, I'm, I'm a guy who wants the truth. Well, Danny, you lied for three years about Russia, Russia, Russia. And we never heard anything from you. And your motivation for that was because that was your party's way of winning an election. Right. But, you know, and now you've gone ahead. He jumped on the bandwagon. I wouldn't say he lied. He jumped on the bandwagon. He doesn't doesn't even talk the truth. After lying for years, you can't come off and present yourself like, you know, I'm the the dictator of truth. No, Dan, you're not. I like that. The dictator of truth. Well, he is. He just, you know, this Russian thing and all this other stuff. I mean, that was used to to decide a presidential election. Amongst other things, yeah. And, yeah, and when you couple it with, you know, Hunter's uh, bribery thing with his daddy, you know, the big guy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's you know, Dan, come on. Well, I don't know what's going on with those two. But they did I know it the best interest of our, of our democracy. They did it. This pre- How you been? Good, good. But remember, Gun Nut, they did it to preserve our democracy. Okay, that's why they did it. Yeah, yeah. That's why they, they well, want like you, t- you know, with Danny's, there's a lot of stupid people in the world. They, you know, 400 and some billion dollars they're going to spend on this one. And it, what do they think that's going to do? It's going to get not more votes. Everybody can, not everybody can get their food at the PX. No. You know, people are hurting, right. Danny. Right. And you, here he goes again. $400 billion is going to help everybody. Right. No, Dan, it doesn't help everybody. Right. It just boosts inflation. Yeah. It boosts our debt, and it screws our kids. Yeah, and, it's gonna inc- you know? and we're just going to print more money, unfortunately. We're right back to where we yeah, don't want to be right now. And we could be we're energy. I don't want to sound like Sean Hannity. I don't want to just sound like a robot, like just copy points from Fox News. No, it's, it's, but it's ridiculous what we're doing or what we're not doing. This isn't conflict. This isn't complicated, Dan. You can't spend money you don't have. Well, you can't do it. And right. if you do it, you got you got a choice. You either print it or you tax everybody into the ground. And here's Danny going about, well, we can do this. It'll be no cost. Danny, everything costs. Well, Manchin said that this would, not, this, would not add, uh, this would not increase our taxes. So I don't, I don't know yeah, how that works somebody, that way. 
somebody got to him. Yeah, we're going to spend $430 billion, but it ain't nobody's going to pay for it. So, Dan, uh, rather, gun night, let, me ask, let me ask you, if, if, Ms. Cinema, if Cinema holds back and does not go in the same route as Manchin did, hey, look, Manchin went this route, but for the most part, he, he's been a good guy to the Republicans, at least, because he went against the bigger, better deal a couple months ago. But what, if Cinema does not, if she holds firm, what what would you say, I mean would you say Cinema is in the wrong party? What would you say about Senator Cinema from Arizona, first bisexual well, senator from she Arizona? Just, she she probably just can't she can't fathom how far left the Democratic Party has gone. Right. I mean, good Democrats all over the country have said, "Boy, these people are fruitcakes." Right. And case in point, SG. Right. I mean, you can't beat that. Right. I mean, what are you going to argue with a guy that? You know, at least our flat earth guy kind of says it with a little bit of fun, you know. Right. But right. but it's not fun when you have, we are not at 9, 10% inflation. We are up around 14 and 15. Right. And this is going to kill people. I think everything people is. bothered. The ratio, I agree with you. I, I think it's even higher than that. I think everything is based on, on, on gas because of the, a gallon of gas. Uh, is the bar- bar- is the litmus test of where we are in terms of our economy, and uh, right now, uh, right now, I know they lowered it by forty cents. Although I've seen it gone up, go up again. Some places are up to four eighty, four eighty five around here. It's just ridiculous that just two years ago we were at two dollars, and it's two, and it's four dollars yeah, well, seventy five cents. Danny will tell you that's Trump's fault. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We need a recession. Recessions are good, and then we hear someone like Janet, uh, uh, Janet Yellen or Yeltsin, whatever Yellen there, who always wears her collar up. Now, again, I don't pick on people physically, but one thing I, I, I can say, gun nut, when people, you got to be good looking to put your collar up, okay? Okay, a Senator, uh, uh, you know who does that? Elizabeth Warren always wears her collar up. She what, She's an attractive older woman. She was very attractive when she thought she was an American Indian, so she gets away with it. Uh, the guy from uh, uh, Waters World, uh, he, he, he used to wear his collar up when he, when he did the show with, uh, so he could get away with it. But Janet Yellen cannot, repeat, cannot get away with putting her collar up because she looks like a fish. She's really, really unattractive. Janet Yellen has done what Danny did. First, he said inflation doesn't exist. Right. And then it's he transitory. said, well, it's transitory. it's transitory. Then he said it's not that bad. Right. Now he says he moves on to something else. Right. Of and course. Says, Just like Adam Schiff. Just I like I was bear- trying to say to yeah, SG I am, earlier. I am, the, I am the bearer of truth. Right. Yeah, right. Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Right. I, you know, doesn't get these, you anywhere. These to. people have done more damage to the country than anybody else. And it's just and starting. Know them All right, real quick, local. We, 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 real quick, uh, um, you, you're happy that Nancy Pelosi is safe, right? You're you're happy about that. You got to be happy. About well, that. I don't. I really don't care. Well, I figure she's got a few months left. She may be already embalmed. For yeah. all I care. Boy, I but, saw her the one piece know, the other day. The, oh my goodness. Yeah, she doesn't look good. But anyway, well, she's that's 81. Once it was announced, she had to go. I support her. Yeah, I got to support her. Once it was announced, you can't do that. But here's one thing about this gun night, and then I'll let you go. When she comes back, they might have a ticket tape parade for it. She might not have gotten anything accomplished because ultimately Taiwan's going to be invaded probably in the next 30 days. But she'll come back as a a rock star. You watch. Because she well, Biden, Biden and his other idiots have set the table for this. They, they say it's just like this thing they're talking about with uh, uh, the war in Ukraine. That you that Ukraine thing started in Crimea under Obozo. 
Well, that yeah. That was an old bozo act. Yeah, yeah. And then nothing happened. Right. Well, that's when they did it. Right. And then, and then afterwards, they didn't do anything. And right. now they got Biden, and they're doing it again. Right. right. You know, even SG ought to be able to see through the fog to know that hey, <laughs> this is connected. Right. But I know. Well, thanks. I got to get going, but thank you once and uh, once again, Gunnut, for an interesting conversation, compelling discussion here on the Live at Five show. Thank Take you, care, buddy. Thank you. Uh, that's the gun nut. That's a Tuesday show right there. we got a couple of seconds left if you want to chime in. Uh, you know, I, uh, Jeff sometimes asks for calls when there's literally 15 seconds left. In the hey, if you want to call, call in. And then he says, I don't have much time. <laughs> it's like, okay. So much time in an hour, I guess. So uh, anyway, interesting show. Uh, we do it every day, Monday through Friday. I wanted to get the deep state stuff off my head. The other thing I wanted to talk about real quick, I didn't get to it. I'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, is that Mike Pence is going to? I think Mike Pence is going to make uh, an impact in the in the primaries. I really do. I look at him as a modern day uh, Harry S. Truman, despite the fact he came from two different parties. Although you, it's arguable that you know the Democratic Party back in the '40s was a hell of a lot different than it is today. A Midwest guy with Christian values. Kind of lays low, quiet, you know, soft-spoken. But you know what? Mike Pence might be the guy. I don't think he'll get the nod. I know it's going to be Donald Trump. I love the guy and whatnot. But whether or not, the, how, how the deep state, for that matter, the media handle that after the two lions or three lions or whoever left at the end of the Republican primaries next year, uh, we'll just have to see. Oh, next year when it starts. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Uh, we'll do this again tomorrow. We also talked to Attorney Joe Stanley. I'll bring up uh, that base down there in North Carolina and whether or not people might be infl- uh, might have been affected by that. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. The White House is responding to China's threat of military action over House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. National Security Spokesman John Kirby. As we have said, the Speaker has the right to visit Taiwan. And a Speaker of the House has visited Taiwan before without incident, as have many members of Congress over the years, including this year. Kirby also addressed possible Taliban ties to former al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahiri, who was killed in a U.S. drone strike. The White House says the strike proves the U.S. will not allow Afghanistan's new leaders to harbor terrorists. We've made it clear to the Taliban uh, that, uh, that we know. What, what they did. But National Security Council spokesman John Kirby wouldn't say whether the president has decided to take further action in response. He also declined to detail how the U.S. determined, without boots on the ground, that the drone strike actually killed Ayman al-Zawahiri. But the assessment is high confidence um, that, uh, that we got who we were aiming for. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. The Senate will vote a 